Hey, my name's Gareth Reynolds. You're listening to the Chris and Sam podcast. Deal with it. Hey, uh, you listen to the Chris and Sam podcast. I'm sorry. Welcome to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Just quickly find something on the internet and put it on this list. Hey, um, welcome to episode 159 of the Chris and Sam podcast. My name's Sam. I'm Chris. Here we are, Saturday morning, a bit drizzly outside, nice and cool. What's been happening? Actually, we haven't seen each other for a week and a half, so I have no yeah, idea. actually, it has been. Well, as I just said to you, I've been a bit sore in the body because, and I wasn't going to mention this on the podcast, and here it comes out. First thing I'm saying. Boom, first thing on Chris's as mind. I'm going back to the gym. Um, so I've been going doing weights, doing the old body for life. I've got my weight, um, the book at work. I've got the folder at work so I can work out oh, what nice. my exercise are before I leave work. Yep. The habit is to stop at, at the gym on the way home every day. So I drive that route yeah. and I just stop there. And what I just did yesterday is I bought some bin, a bin for my boot and I've got some other oh, yeah. boxes. Yep. So I've got my socks, my undies, my <laughs> running shorts, all the gear my, you need. My thing, and then the bigger bin full of towels so that I don't put them in the drawers here. They live yeah, in my car, yeah. and then I can just go straight to the gym, and I know I've got my shit every time. That's a good plan. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it seems to be working. So it's been a week. That's why I wasn't going to mention it. I didn't want to jinx myself, but we'll see. I've got to go to uh, work this morning, Saturday morning, um, and then I've got to- Living the dream. Going to go back there afterwards, upper body for the second time. My arms are already sore, but we'll see how we go. Very good. Have you done that- Oh, have you done that workout before, that whole yes, so program? I started it first time, I think, in 2000, 2001. I've got a folder full of um, sheets, so I go in with a sheet and I'm checking oh, yeah, what yeah. I do and put down weights I actually do and stuff. I've got a folder full of them on and off sporadically over the last 17 years. What's the longest stretch do you think you've done that for? Um, unbroken stretch, probably three or four months, four Oh, maybe six months. Yeah. Four to six months, let's say. Um, but yeah, I've, I've done it. Um, I've done it where I haven't done the um, aerobic on the second day. I've oh, okay. just done the weights, but yeah. then I was like doing classes or whatever. At the moment, like yesterday, I did, um, I'm doing the aerobic intensity 20 minute run on treadmill. Yeah. So I go um, two minutes at, at five kilometers. An hour. This is my starting speed, all right? So yeah, okay. Two minutes at five kilometers an hour, which is walking. A uh, minute at six kilometers. Yeah. A minute seven, eight, nine. A minute at six, seven, eight, nine. A minute at six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And a minute at five. And that's 20 minutes. Oh, all right. Yeah. So I shall build that up so that it peaks at 12 kilometers an hour for a minute. Well, there you go. And that um, I'm panting when we do 12 kilometers an hour. Yeah. No, that's pretty quick. Very good. So it sounds good. Look forward to updates in the future. And yeah. uh, helping doesn't keep, kill me. <laughs> and helping to keep Chris on track. If you want to help keep Chris on track, uh, just flick us a tweet or uh, leave a message on Facebook. All, all it takes to keep me on track right now is look in the mirror because I'm a fat bastard. Yes, I, I've been going through the same sort of feelings. <laughs> yeah. It gets a bit like that. Anyway. Right. So, uh, but you've had a... a a week away, or you've been away for a bit of time. How, how long were you actually? Uh, six days. Six days, yeah. Okay. Yep, went down to Christchurch. It was super warm, but um, I missed my first flight, so that's fun. Oh, what? Yep, missed my first flight because... Because hey, you were lo- slow? 
you didn't get there in time. Uh, yeah, I know. I mean, the three hours to get to Auckland wasn't enough time. So, you know. Oh, wow. Because there's roadworks from just uh, north of Huntley all the way up to the Bombays, basically. And then you hit Auckland traffic. And then you have traffic going to the airport. So, I sort of um, was like, oh, my God, how am I going to do this? So, I thought, oh, I won't park with the people that I'm supposed to park my car with. I'll just park at the airport. Have no idea how much that's going to cost. Looked at one car park, but all their car parks were full. And then... I pulled into this other car park, which said it had parking, but it was their casual rate, which was, uh, it was 25, no, how much was it? Uh, it was something like $15 for the first three days and then $25 for every day after that. So I'm like, uh, but what I did was I pulled up to the machine. There was no one behind me and I'm like, I'm not going to drive in there and drive out and pay $2. So I reversed up, turned around. And came out of this uh, entranceway. I didn't realise that the other side wasn't the exit. It was actually two lanes going in. Which is fine. And I pulled out. And there's no cars around. But this guy pulled in and just started screaming at me. Like, I said, oh, look, sorry. No, sorry doesn't cut it. If you you're lucky I'm not on duty. Whatever that meant. (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, okay, have a good day And then I drove off And I was just like, okay uh, So then I went to the car park place I jumped in this um, this van There's a whole bunch of us going to the airport There's some crash So up. this is one you actually booked Yep, I just thought, stuff it I've missed the flight, I have to deal with this So I uh, jump in this minivan And there's a bunch of people in there I don't, They were from um, Whangarei, I think They crack up, they crack me up and they're like, oh, where are you going? And I said, I don't know at the moment. I've just missed my flight. And they're like, oh, my God. They said, we left up north at one o'clock and we've just got here. And it was like six o'clock. And I was like, okay. And uh, they said, um, our flight's delayed. And I said, you guys are so lucky. So I was flying with Jetstar and I know people dissed at Jetstar, but they're really good. They, um, they will always fly almost always on time. Nothing seems to slow them down. Doesn't matter if it's thunder, lightning, anything. I reckon if the engine was on fire, they'd probably still go. Um, so I get there, rock up to... Oh, so Jetstar, according to their app, they've got massive lines on stuff. This On their app, they said they've got no more flights for that night. Oh, damn it. So I go to the Air New Zealand desk, and I'm talking away to the chick, and she's cracking up at some random joke I said. She's cool. And she's like, well, we've got two flights. Um, this flight or this flight and the the earlier flight is $100 dearer. And I'm like, man, if I take the late flight, I'm going to turn up at God knows when. So, okay. But she said, actually, if you do it on the on the website, it's $30 cheaper. I'm like, uh, yeah, okay, cool. Boop, boop, boop. So I shell out all this money. But uh, there was bad weather in Wellington, which delayed every Air New Zealand flight. All the flights were delayed and I pretty much left just before the uh, $100 cheaper one. Well, the problem was... Oh, I don't know when that actually left, but the problem was they boarded us uh, 40 minutes late, got on the plane, but then they were all rowed up on the runway to taxi off on the thing. So I was like... Anyway, got to Christchurch. It was good. So so what time did you actually take off and what time were you supposed to take off? Um, I left... Auckland just after 8 o'clock and I was supposed to leave at 6 o'clock. Okay, so it's only a couple of hours, which in the grander scheme of things isn't huge. No, it's not. And I had 
some emergency money put aside thanks to budgeting. So it was okay. Yeah, okay, I all right. After my gym thing, I'll, I'll start working on budgeting. I, I would have rather <laughs> not have paid um, the $323 it cost me. But Ouch. But anyway, yep. that's what happens. <clears throat> but there was people, you know, usual story. Heaps of people freaking out of the airport, usual stuff. Christchurch was good, super warm. Uh, 34 degrees was the hottest day. And, of course, I walked into town. So I walked, um, I don't know, 15 kilometers that day in the heat. That's good. Um, saw a electric motorbike. I'll share that photo on the Facebook page. Well, it said it was electric. I don't know what it was. It was very bizarre. Quite possibly. Possibly. I know. I know they exist. So. Oh, it was like a homemade job. Oh right. It, look, it looked like it was from like Half Life or some sort of game. When you see it, you're just like, oh yeah. Okay, because it's like skeletal. There's a lot, not a lot of mass there. No, there wouldn't be. No, um, it's only a- well, this thing looks like it's just got a welded sort of tank looking thing around it. Um, and I saw the, uh, they've got a gaming platform I'll show you, Chris, and it's a giant controller with two buttons and you step on the buttons with your feet and the screen is on the Vodafone building and it's like a spaceship comes down and it's blowing up stuff in the street and you shoot it with this giant arcade stick game thing. So you're like, you've got your hands on this big joystick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're jumping on the buttons. That's pretty cool. Uh, and then I, have you got a video of you playing it? No, just did I? No, I took a photo for you. Damn it! No, well, because it was like I was about to die from some sort of heat stroke or something. Were you on your own? Yeah, oh, I was wandering around that, by myself. Then doesn't help. No, no. Yeah. Um, I thought somebody was with you that could. No, no. Video it. Uh, and then the only other notable thing was because everyone's in the Christmas spirit. Was in a uh, in a shopping mall. There was a bookstore, and you know how they have the displays that are sort of right on the edge of their doorway. I'm sitting, standing there looking at this book, and then I look up, and there's this old man standing there, and he wants to walk between me and the book stand. Like, he could walk anywhere else he wanted to, but he wants to go. So I step back, and say, oh, hey, sorry. And he goes, you're so lucky I didn't put my boot up your ass. What? And I'm like, oh, righto. Have a Merry Christmas. Very weird. You really have been getting those uh, grumpy people. I oh, know, and and they're, they're lucky I've been in a good mood, or I was going to yell at them. Anyway, how was your movie marathon? <laughs> okay, it was good. So the drive up was great. Um, a little bit squished. So there's five of us in the car. Um, really, Mary driving, Chris Williams in the front seat. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, me, Sash, and Adam in the back seat. So that's all right. Um, that's probably the only way that configuration would ever work. I think so. Were you in the Un- middle? Unless, yeah, Sash? no, Sash in the middle because he's thinner than me. <coughs> he by, is. by a long way. He's a little. Uh, he's a little, little human. Yeah, well, he is at the moment. Um, so anyway, that's cool. Um, so we went up there. That was great. Um, on the way up, Adam's like, I know exactly where I want to sit. Oh yeah, he's very big on the seating. Uh, yeah. Yep. So, and I know Adam's going to be listening to this. <laughs> so he's like, I know exactly where I'm going to yeah, sit. Yeah, that's good. Yep. It's right at the back. And I get leg room and stuff. I'm like, oh. That okay. sounds like a perfect, logical, that's where I'd want to sit. Right. So that's cool. I'm like, yeah, okay. The trick is, though, everyone's vying for good seats, aren't they? Yeah. We got there. There was already a line down the street. So we, but we weren't like, we got there um, half an hour before. The doors opened, which is half an hour before it starts. Okay. So we're still reasonably early, but we're, I don't know, there are probably about 30, 40, 30 people. Diehard people. Yeah, yeah. 
So that's all right. We um, and of course the buns with bean bags just go straight through because they don't have to wait. Basically. Um, oh really? Because so, down on the floor you yes, you that's pay right. more when yep, you go down yep, yep. downstairs and bean bags and stuff and that's all good. So that's cool. Um, we we finally oh and Daryl was there. My mate Daryl. Okay. Yep. The truck driver. No. No. no that's Darren. Oh, Darryl, so close. Darryl, I knew. Yeah. Yeah. Daryl uh, goes to the, these things. He's been to more of them, I think, than I have, and I catch up with him uh, there. He's the one that has all the random energy drinks from different countries around the world. Um, I don't think I knew this, but cool. oh, okay. So he, he just them? has a bag of these things. He, he buys them every year. This is one of the highlights of his year. Oh, like, like so Adam. his highlights is trying out having these energy <laughs> I, drinks. <laughs> I just all different things. He gave me one, and I took a couple of sips of it. And after a while, he goes, "Oh, how how's that drink going?" Like in one of the breaks, and I'm like, ah, "Yeah, I've, I've drank most of it. Look at it, I've drank like a, a fraction of it." He goes, "Can I have a taste of that one?" He goes, "Oh, that's a ginseng one. That tastes like shit. You you won't want to. Oh, I'll drink it. You won't want that. Here's a different one. So it's syrupy." I was like, "Oh, okay," because I'm not big on energy drinks anyway. But yeah. these are the little energy drink oh, bottles. Oh, the little shot. But yeah, he yeah, has, yeah. Um, you know, cans and all sorts of stuff. I've had <laughs> some the other year that was taste like kava. It tastes like root and yeah. mud. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so get there. We go up to the seat right at the back. Yep. And I'm like, oh my god. The screen looks like a postage stamp. Oh, is it Adam, quite? Oh, yeah. Adam's got the back seat with all the leg room in front of him. Chris is next to him with all the leg room in front of him. I'm next to him with the seat right in front of me, um, up to my knees. Yep. So, and, you're, so and, it's like you're flying economy in any airline. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then and um, then uh, Sasha's next to me. So I'm like, oh, yeah. Uh, hmm. This is going to bug me that the screen's so far away. I mean, I mean, I you're have, only there for 24 hours. I may as well be watching this on the TV. So I go, oh, I'm just going to see where uh, Daryl is. So I go down. Daryl's at the very front. You know, you've got yeah. the... Because we're upstairs, right? Yeah. So you've got the whole balcony thing. Very front. All the space. Loads of seating next to him. I was like, I'm going to come sit with you. <laughs> okay. Went running back. Grab my gear. I'm going to sit at the front with uh, Daryl. There's extra seats there if you guys want to come down. Uh, no, so that's cool, but it's right near the screen. <laughs> so much better view of the screen. So yeah, so I ditched. But do you, I ditched my but, mates. But are you are you are you craning your neck up? Like sometimes no, no, because no, we're up, right? We're in the. Gallery. Oh, sorry, sorry. We're in so the, gallery. the front of the gallery is the front of the gallery. Yeah. Oh, okay. So down below is the yeah, yeah, you can yeah, look yeah, down yeah. there, and it's like ages forward to the screen. But you know, we've got. No seats in front of yeah. us, so we've got space. Big room. Oh, right. Um, and <laughs> put our drinks Super on quick rundown of the movies. All good? No, no. Um, so, oh, okay. question is, am I am I an asshole for ditching my mates <laughs> and, and um, spending 24 hours with um, Daryl and, and um, the other Chris? Scottish Chris. Uh, no, you're probably an asshole if you rode up there with them and then run off and did something completely different. Yeah. You're still there, yeah. No, I think no, I think it's fine. No, I I just like because I didn't. I wasn't really too worried about it. I just wondered if the perception was I was a bit of a dick because. Um, but I mean, I, I usually go to the movies by myself, so I don't really give a shit who's around. And well, did you catch up with them room? on the breaks? Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, there you we go then. Don't the worry about it. Break, so, yeah. yeah, no, it's fine. Anyway, so that was me. Um, yeah, rundown of movies. Super uh, quick. Good. Bad. Good. Uh, cool. No. 
no real bad ones, although we have one. We were talking about it in the drive back that we have to, I have to find this. I have to have you sit down and watch it, maybe with a beer. Um, and I have to have a camera on you for your reaction. Sounds we like we're going to rage or something. We want to see, <laughs> see the Sam reaction. Although, to be fair, it was the last movie of the 24 hours. So your perception, our, our yeah. rage might have been a little higher because of that. But I I really want to see you watch this movie and get your reaction and, and get a reaction video. What, that what's we it called? Together. It's called Brain Damage. Brain Damage. <laughs> um, Fills yeah. me with confidence. But yeah, there's, uh, I'm not supposed to talk about well, the names of any of them. No, you're not. But there was one um, that I really liked cool. uh, that had a setup where they... Are, the you, first, spoil, are you spoiling this, even no, though I don't the, know what first, it is? First scene of the whole movie, they tell you who did it. Like, it shows the guy um, cleaning the blood off him, yep. getting changed, all that sort of stuff, changing his appearance and walking off. And so you immediately realise he's like a serial killer. Oh, yeah. And then you know who the serial killer is through the whole movie. Wow. And That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's re- I've never seen that before. And it was so good because the tension was, is he going to snap now? Is he going to snap now? You know, yeah. like it was tension all the way through the movie, even though you knew who did it. Because normally it's like you don't know who it is. But yeah, this yeah. time from the first scene, you know who it is. So that was really, really cool. Um, okay, so that's really it for the... Very good. Hey, um, uh, what are they called? Water Safe New Zealand's got a uh, new... Um Mascot? Mascot, is that the word I want to say? (laughs) Actually, I saw this on the news. I saw 20 minutes of news when I was in Christchurch, and it was doing my head in. And the reason we were watching it was because it was a paid survey thing, and Sarah had to watch it. Um, Otherwise, she doesn't watch it. But anyway... They, uh, they've got the Swim Reaper, swimreaper.co.nz, and they actually had this, it's a really cool costume, like just this Grim Reaper wandering around on the beach. Oh, wow. And on the website, the Swim Reaper says, New Zealand is a maze, heaps of mean beaches and swimming holes and a long line of people willing to do dumb stuff. The perfect mix. Ha, yeah. So I'm just hanging out all summer waiting to reap some peeps. Swim dumb and I'll be seeing you soon. The Swim Reaper. <laughs> oh, that's pretty So cool. it's quite interesting uh, marketing thing. So that was pretty cool. Um, uh, long-time listeners may know that I have made fun of Chris in the past because of um, Microsoft Paint. Uh, yeah, I was and telling somebody about that just the other day. Yeah, you on. like telling people about that. There's a guy, there's a 73-year-old Japanese artist. He's decided to use Excel to make artwork. Um, we'll share some photos on the Facebook page. They're amazing. So it's all um, from the graphing function. Oh, okay. But it's actual pictures. It's might I have no idea. Yes. So he has to put calculations in to create the graphs. Yeah, and then pictures. he clicks uh, a button and it sort of does like a generic pattern, and then he makes mil- I don't know how many he makes. Holy! And then the story they were like, "Why are you using that?" And he says, "Oh, I can't. I don't want to go pay for. He's only been doing it for the last like ten years. I don't want to go pay for like expensive graphics programs. Excel comes with most computers. I'd use that." <laughs> So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how many people out there are doing this, but um, you know, if you got spare time, Chris, maybe you should look into it. I'll check that out. I'm getting more used to um, Excel with my new job, but not that good yet. So, you know what's just been on? Mudtopia. Is that like the uh, the mudder, tough mudder, or whatever? No, it was a festival of mud. Now we talked about it in episode. Oh, did we? 
We did. I've actually got the. I know. <laughs> but we talked. No, in episode 142, Rotorua was going to try and import ninety thousand dollars worth of fancy mud from oh, Korea. That's right. Remember? I remember that. Yeah, yeah. And they got told they couldn't do it. Right. So that's all good. But the the mud festival, Mudtopia, went ahead anyway, and that's all good. And friend of the show, let's just say, um, Jonathan, he went. Uh, saw him there. So that's all good. Here's some figures, and I just want to. This is the first year, right? This is what they reckon. This is what. Uh, this is preliminary figures. It might change a little bit, but it's pretty good. It cost them one point four eight million dollars to put this thing on, right? Wow. I'm not sure if it was one day or two days. Let's just say two days. And there was a whole bunch of mud activities, right? They made one hundred seventeen thousand dollars from it. Okay, <laughs> I see a problem there. They uh, said that twelve thousand mud passes were snapped up. And 2,000 people attended the Saturday night concert. The uh, Taxpayers Union have asked how many free passes were given away, and they reckon 10,000 free passes were given away. The ratepayers of Rotorua now have to uh, foot the bill for $437,000. Wow. So they're not. So Rotorua, balloons and Mudtopia, you guys really are right, winning. Uh, so the head of the taxpayers said it's basically rent a crowd paid by the government grants and ratepayer money. Um, and they're stunned that some of the councillors consider this event successful on the basis that people had fun. You imagine if that was the basis for any event. That'd be great. How was it? People had fun, but we lost a million dollars. Yeah, well, that's true, though, uh, of a lot of the arts, to be fair. Fringe festivals and street festivals, I don't think they make money, right? No, but they have to get bought. I'll tell you what's really good. And this is what Hamilton should do, and we don't because we've got dumbass councillors and a retarded mayor. Yeah. So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you know how we have the uh, coming up early next year is the Waikato no Hamilton Gardens Art Festival. Yeah, pretty big thing. Well, Christchurch does that, but they do it on a citywide scale, and they give out this. It just turned up while I was down there. This big fold out program, and it's just got like. 50 things on and like 90% of them are free. Yeah. And it's amazing. It's like they've got the Buskers yep. Festival and all that. Yeah, I went down for, for that one year and, uh, well, I went down for work one year and happened to coincide with that and I wanted to go. Yeah. To, uh, and, I managed to go to a couple of And things. it's really good and I think yep. it's good doing it on that big scale and it's, I yep. don't know. The Buskers Festival, I, you're right, there's not money from that, but if they organise it right, it Generates, generates income within the well, no, it, yeah, it generate. I was going to say generates traffic in those areas, so well, you no, get right. a load of people in urban because they always talk about revitalizing Hamilton Central. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well that, oh, there's a story about that real quickly. Come up in a council meeting. The mayor was real shady on it. Apparently, this guy was mediating it. Um, can't remember his name. He's really cool. Actually, he should probably do a TED talk, TEDx talk. Um, but he they hit up the mayor and they said, hey. Um, you want to spend three over three million dollars to do up Garden Place into a car park and all this other stuff? That's just stupid. Yeah, yeah. and they're like, "Oh, by the way, who owns all the buildings that we need to buy to do that?" And he goes, "I don't know. Oh, that's not important. Oh, I don't know." Yeah, it turns out the architect guy that is proposing the three million dollar plan is the property guy that owns all those buildings. Okay, yeah. well, so it's super screw shady. him, and I wanted to use stronger language than that. That really is shady. Oh, I only saw that on Twitter, so I haven't seen anything in the paper yet, so I don't know if the yeah hell um, thing. Uh, they should leave. But talking, um, they should leave Garden Place now. It looks good. Yep. I think. Yep. I yeah, there's leave. no need. But to uh, real quick, like Rotorua does really well the crankworks. 
that yes. brings in so much money. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and our friend uh, and part-time flatmate Jeff Jeff um, um, has a lot of work to deeply involved part. in that. Yes, and randomly Anita, who helps me with the pumpkin thing, her partner—I don't know what he does for a job. He's now in Crankworks. That's his—he's um, maybe marketing, maybe or something. Oh wow! Okay. And I was like, "Oh, do you know Jeff?" And she goes, "No, I don't know yet. She sure will know Jeff." Yeah, he'll, he'll know Jeff eventually. Um, cool. So, um, <coughs> speaking of TEDx, actually, um, so I had some news this week from one of our past TEDx speakers. Which one? Can you say? I you don't do want to here? say right now okay. because, as you'll see, what. So, um, they have been asked to speak at a another TEDx I hadn't heard of, TEDx Gateway. What's um, that? TEDx Gateway it is sounds a the bit gateway religio. to Asia. Okay. Uh, so it's a pan-Asian conference, and they have like a 5,000 people Venue. live. Yeah, 5,000 people live. So um, this person has been asked if they would speak. Same they, topic? Well, that was the thing. I said, my feedback, they, they came back to me and said, oh, I've got the same topic, or I can do something a bit different. I was like, you need to treat it like chapters of a book. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. You want to peel away, because you... You don't Ideally, go... somebody's watched your other one before yeah. they watch this. Yeah, totally. So they don't want to see the same thing again, right? No, not and in that situation. Got, both videos are up eventually. Yeah. You know? um, you You've got to be different locations. They've got to be different. Yeah. yeah. Right. So it's uh, a deeper look at, I said, either a deeper look at what your look at your topic is or like a second chapter, a different aspect to the same yeah. topic. So, yeah, so we worked with that. So every night uh, for the last week I've been on the phone, took them through, going over the drafts and that. So they had to get, by Friday, had to get their application in. Oh, wow. So we got the video sorted out. I sort of scripted that a little bit. With oh, her. hang on. So they got asked to do it. Yeah, they and got asked they have... to do an application. Oh, okay. I mean, it's, yeah, it's yeah. a little bit Sorry. bigger than what we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, but I just yeah. you still got to apply. So you still got to apply. Yeah, okay. You still got to prove it. Um, so that's cool. Um, and then yesterday, for example, yesterday morning, so there was a whole bunch of stuff. And I said, oh, I can help you with that draft thing. I'll write something up and I'll get back to you. And we can have a look at it before you send it in on Friday. And then it's like, I looked at it as really, I, I will show you, um, but it's really in depth. And I'm like, I can't Clinical. answer these questions for you because oh. you need to answer them yourself. So you write something out. I'll get up at 3.30 in the morning do it before I go through work. So I got up and did an hour on it before I left for work Friday morning. Yeah. Um, and then, um, but they got it away uh, yesterday. So that's cool. We'll, we'll look forward to getting that, but I didn't want to mention the name in case it doesn't come to anything. And yeah, it sound, it'd, it'd embarrass them. Uh, fair enough. Hey, uh, I was just reading the story and for some reason, I'm sure there was something interesting in it. Um, do you know what the richest YouTuber makes in a year? Millions of dollars, I would think. Yep, he's a former Tesco worker. He's a gamer. He does the old um, talking while he's gaming, whatever you call that. Um, $24.3 million in the past year. <laughs> I was thinking more like four to six. <laughs> and I would have thought that was a lot. <laughs> $24 million. Oh, my God. Yes, so pretty good. Um, Dan TDM is the guy... Um, this is what I re- this is the bit I was going to say. He went on a ninety seven date world tour, right, in the past year, and I assume he's I don't know how that would have worked, but he's meeting all his fans, right, which included the second fastest selling show of all time at the Sydney Opera House. Let that sink in. Holy crap! 
Uh, he seems like a real nice guy. He um, he's got a responsibility to be a good role model for young YouTubers because his fans are five to ten year olds, and um, yeah, he's good. So I just thought that was an interesting little tidbit of information. Wow, that that certainly uh, puts my life into perspective doesn't it so secret santa update how are we going without i i finally bought a present for my secret santa did you i am send i have it? No, you... i haven't i've uh, it's in the no, i was gonna say it's in the car no it's upstairs i've got to get a box for it from work because i forgot to go over one yep. yesterday i get a box today yeah i've got to get wrapping paper have you have wrapping paper yes you do yes okay I, I'll, I'll steal your wrapping paper yes i need to do a card i think i've got a card in the drawer here um so i write a card yeah so i've got to do all that Tonight after work, after the gym, yeah, and then um, I can send it on Monday. No, no, uh, go to old shady old bin and slash Kiwi Post. They're open Sunday. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go and yeah. oh, bin and Kiwi Post. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Go there. Cool, cool. Okay, so I'll do that. So on, we've on sent uh, the Chris and Sam podcast has sent the gift to our person. Did I know what we? Get? No, tell you that later. <laughs> It's so secret that the secret Santa doesn't know what he said. That's that's what I was <laughs> that's what I was doing in the thirty four degree heat in Christchurch. Actually, yeah, I was. Um, so I sent that. That's arrived. The gift for this Chris and Sam podcast has arrived as well. All right. So someone has sent us something, which is cool. My personal one hasn't turned up yet, but they've still got like a, a, oh, heaps and heaps still to go. So it's going yeah, to go. I haven't been keeping up with it. I'm really, really bad at this. So the gift I bought, he is. I'm hoping that it'll work, but I don't know if it'll land. Really, um, it doesn't matter. Just write a write a really good card. I will. I am good at that. That I can do. So uh, okay. So that's uh, and all your stuff from China hasn't turned up. Oh, God. So I'm going to do the 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 whinging Sam thing because that's what he did for the last few weeks. Hey, I, still, his I, head. I still haven't got that ball head. Oh, you still? No, I don't know where that's gone. <laughs> So he's filling you with hope, Chris. Oh, gosh. I've got the other one. That's all that matters. So, I mean, I, I got those radio mics were great. But, yeah, I've got a whole bunch of stuff on the way. And we got our T-shirts, which is cool. Um, did yes. you try that? Did it fit? Oh, yeah, no, I wore it to work. And my workmate goes, I really like your T-shirt. And he just keeps staring at it as he's talking to me every time I saw him during the day. Like, he's just like... Because <laughs> I don't think he... I said it's a cartoon. And he goes... Okay. He didn't know what it was. No, and I said, it's Rick and Morty, and I said, your daughter will know what it is, because she's right into all the geeky stuff and that. And he's just like... (laughs) And and I'm like, it felt like I had breasts for a second. (laughs) (coughs) I wanted to say, look up here. There's so much going on with the... um sexism thing at the moment. If you listen to the um, Script Notes podcast, yeah. they have had a big thing on, on dealing with all this Hollywood fallout stuff. And it is interesting. And it's interesting from my perspective as somebody who's, who's been teaching women self-defense yeah. for a long time. Um, and people going, oh, no, just walk away and all this sort of thing. And, and they got a load of feedback going, yeah, you can't just walk away. And you can offend people by going, I don't feel comfortable. So that was and the time person of the year, eh, for the cover? Who? Uh, it was all the women that uh, stood up against sexual um, oh, right. whatever and blew the whistle on all these people. Were any of them uh, that stood up against Donald? Because the irony is just be fucking awesome. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't think they named people. I think it was just the woman that did it. 
Right, you know? right, right, right. Gotcha, but we're at gotcha. the end of the podcast, Chris. Yes, we are. Um, I did want to mention really quickly advanced plant technologies because I did the research just before we got on here. I'm like, God damn it. See, this is what happens. You fill <laughs> yeah. it up. It's too much stuff. So DARPA. DARPA's the guys that do yeah. the robots and all the stuff. But yep. they also did satellites and seismic. Um, uh, so you can see what the Russians are doing through the ground and stuff yeah, like that. Yep. So okay. what they're paying for now is biological mutations of plants to use them as sensors. And so you can get the plants to react to either seismic or So what do they do? Do they, do they just look at the plant and go, oh, yeah, Yeah, That's so there's, there's two aspects to it. It's one, one, how they monitor the plants. So maybe the plants change color and they can see it from the satellite. Yeah. Or... And, and the other part is how does the plants manage uh, monitor the atmosphere or ground or whatever it is that mm. they monitor. But it's just so random and it's so science fiction and it's so real. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it just blew my mind. So, um, yeah, anyway. Very good. We will have APT. a link in the show notes at our website, com. Check it out. Yes, um, there'll be some photos there. We got a mass, uh, real quickly, we got this huge spike in traffic again on December, was it December the 2nd, I think? I don't know what's happening. But hello, <laughs> everyone that's listening. Yeah, yeah, um, welcome along. Uh, yeah, no, sorry, we're at the end of the podcast, but I'd like to welcome you now. That's uh, right. <laughs> that's how we do it. Chris yeah. has to go to work. Yeah, I'd better get to I'll work. i check my pumpkin plant. All right, well, um, until next time, catch up with us on Facebook. I've been posting a few things on there. You have. Some of the stuff's quite interesting. And um, otherwise, on Twitter, um, that's more Sam's domain than mine, unless I'm misspelling things. Yeah. <laughs> okay, see ya. Bye. Hope you enjoy the show. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friends.